You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at Rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT365. We are brought to you by the Crypto Business Conference. Crypto Business Conference is for those creators, marketers, small business owners that are looking to level up on everything Web3 and NFTs and excited to have them on board. Make sure you check them out. And you know, the, the beauty of this whole you know, a uh, roller coaster that we're on is that we get to ride it together. And I appreciate uh, and really just want to thank all the people that are, are listening to the show each and every day. Uh, we had an amazing superpower hour uh, last night over on Twitter Spaces, which we do every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. for anyone uh, that is interested in joining that. And, you know, it's actually funny because that, that show, you know, usually gives me a little bit uh, of inspiration or motivation or even ideas for you know, some of the podcast episodes. But I'll actually say it was actually um, what went down prior to the uh, actual uh, you know, superpower hour that actually I wanted to cover today. And that was you know, like a brand delivering a really great NFT experience. Well, I guess let's not say great. Uh, a much better NFT experience than a majority of brands uh, have, but doing it in a Web 2 slash Web 3 way. And the shout out definitely goes to Nickelodeon and Rugrats. And what I found interesting about this, um, really just, you know, this uh, rollout or this launch, and it's the first of of many, is that, you know, they designed an on, you know, on website, on the Nickelodeon site, Marketplace, and I've been kind of teasing it out, and they they joined forces with with the Recur um, NFT collection, which is the Recur is one of the um, NFT collections that I, I have, which is you know gives us access to some of the uh, I would say more brand focused uh, NFT drops uh, like Star Trek and a couple others that uh, that I've got into um, over you know the many months. But what they did really well, Nickelodeon, I felt, was that you know when you went to the website for uh, the launch, it was very traditional web two feeling right there was you could scroll um you know in usd how much these different nfts were were worth um they had an entire section called how it works which kind of walked people through like hey this is the process and then they also kind of uh you know included these packs that you could actually jump into now no drop is perfect let's just be very clear on that and you know i know a lot of people that tried to jump into it and it sold out right away guess what I was one of them. I had no secret sauce. I went on there, right? You know, I was loaded up, ready to purchase. Um, and whenever I hit, you know, the, the buy button, it just spun and spun and spun for a while. And then by the time it timed out, the, the collection was already sold out. Now, that's just part of this space. And I know a lot of people get like really bitter and they get upset and they're like, this is the worst experience ever. You know, if you've ever bought tickets online, 
if you've ever bought an iPhone on iPhone drop day, if you've ever bought sneakers, uh, I, I feel like last year I was trying, you know, through the sneaker app, I must have been like 0 and 27 before I finally, um, you know, hit the, hit the button at the right time and I was able to, to order one of the, you know, premium sneakers on the sneaker app. And so just the idea of that limited supply, that's part of this, of this uh, entire piece of this whole puzzle. The other thing that I thought, you know, they did really well was they, they also had their kind of social media really ramped up for this, right? So they were announcing things leading up. They had a countdown. You could actually sign up uh, and register ahead of time to get the email notifications. Uh, you were also, they also rolled out some things, uh, you know, for those that had certain levels, right? So they had certain leveled, um, you know, kind of drops that were rolling out over uh, the next many, you know, days and such. The other thing that I thought, you know, that they did, um, you know, really well was they also, you know, it lives on uh, ERC-20 token. So it is available in OpenSea. And, and actually what I did is I jumped over to OpenSea and I noticed uh, there was a ton for sale. And uh, the immediate like mint price was about 0.22, um, or not mint price, the secondary uh, floor price. But I also noticed that there were uh, there were ones that were coveted for you know, certain rug rats that were coveted over other ones. And so I actually went back to the market place and kind of dove into like, what were the total amounts? What were the ones that people were uh, willing to buy or sell for a higher price? Um, and you can on their marketplace, you can sell it for USD on their marketplace or you can list it on OpenSea. Um, as well, and so what I did was I, I just kind of watched some of the trends, watched you know um, one of the, you know the collections as far as you know how they went, um, and then I, I realized that you know a couple of them were more rare. So I was looking for ones that were more rare that were recently listed, and, and I picked one up there on the secondary market. And like most of these things, as the drop kind of sold out and the collection was minted onto OpenSea, the prices dropped down, and then as kind of like the buzz and momentum started to pick back up. Uh, the mint price, you know, went, or the floor price went back up. And the floor price, uh, I woke up this morning, and it was about 0.34. Uh, I believe I bought the, the one, uh, the Frankie that I bought was, I believe, at 0.2 or 0.22. But more so than anything, what I, I thought was important from, you know, the drop was, you know, they allowed email registration. They teamed up with an existing pass to give kind of people that had a certain pass um, ha, uh, you know, early access. They also, you know, allowed you to register and it, and it did look very Web2 friendly, um, just like you would buy a Web2 collectible on any other website, you know, via USD. And then they also walked you through very nicely on like how that would end up in your wallet and how that whole process kind of comes down. But the other thing that I just think is important when it comes to uh, this whole process is they also were already planning for the future. They already had things set up. So like when you looked in their marketplace, it said like series one, series two, it had the different um, collections. And, and part of that to me is actually what ended up pushing me over uh, the line to actually purchase this, right? Because at first I was like, oh, this is just, you know, another random, uh, you know, nostalgia play. Nickelodeon's just tapping into all of us millennials that loved, you know, grew up with, with Rugrats. But what I will say is like, their ability to show like, hey, we invested in a marketplace. Hey, we invested in education and ways to bring our Web2 community into the fold. But they also made it Web3 friendly, right? Because I can buy and sell um, on OpenSea. 
And then they also were planning for the future and demonstrating that, putting that out there, kind of what they're, you know, and this was more than a roadmap, right? This is like, you know, a roadmap is saying what you're going to do. This was showing what they have planned, right? And I think that's a, a piece that we can all learn from. The other part of this, you know, and it goes back even, you know, I minted the Stephen Curry uh, Under Armour NFT. Uh, I think it's called Basketball Heads. I have to remember off the top of my head. Uh, off the top of my head. Um, I had to go back and look. Uh, we minted that a, a couple of weeks ago here uh, for the podcast on our, buying an NFT every day. And one of the things that I really liked on that collection was they had like a, not only different storytelling, but they had different ways for you to customize um, your PFP rather than it being, you know, traditionally, uh, you know, generative. But the thing that I also liked that Nintendo did was they also allowed like, you know, they had like a pack opening experience and then they had like kind of like emerging experience into the, the generative pieces that were for each one of, um, you know, the, the characters of the Rugrats. And so, you know, I, I want to put this out there for, you know, any, anyone that's thinking about, you know, launching an NFT project or you're working with a brand or an agency. One of the things that we really have to like welcome in is that we have to understand like what is that brand affinity how do we tap into that, but also make it Web3, but also understand the onboarding, right? And I think this, that whole process takes a lot of work. And I don't know how long the Nickelodeon team um, you know, put into this process. I don't know how much uh, the Recur team was involved uh, along the line. But like, even the generative component, right, which means like the different layers on top of the art, I thought were really well done. And they really you know, spoke to you know, me. I remember you know, Rugrats. I actually remember... Uh, I got grounded one day because I think I, I wasn't allowed to let my youngest brother watch Rugrats with me. And I gave in one time and I, and I let him. And I remember my parents grounded me because they had told me not to do that. And, and, and so like looking at that art, there was lots of that throwback, a lot of that connection. But the other part of this that like we also have to think about, you know, from extending our brand is that storytelling and the way that we amplify and celebrate across social media, across our channels. And that's a lot harder said than done. And there's a difference between storytelling and celebrating our community and marketing our projects on our social media channels or across our website. And I think a lot of the conversation ends up being about the marketing towards like the new audience or to people that are coming on. But like right now, like right now, there are, I'm sure there are a lot of people, maybe even some of you that are listening to the podcast, that are like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know Nickelodeon had uh, an NFT drop. And now you're maybe Googling it or you're jumping over to OpenSea or maybe you're going to the Nickelodeon social media channels. Well, right there, like when someone splashes onto that channel, you have to ask yourself, like, what is the story I am telling? Where am I sending people? And part of that comes into like link trees and some of the, the link things that exist within uh, collections, right? Some of it is a little too confusing, while others is a little bit, you know, too simple. The other part that I think we have to really recognize when it comes to, you know, growth is now what Nickelodeon's, I, I think Nickelodeon has the hard job now, right? Like right now is like, hey, we're riding the hype. But I would say a week from now, those that spent money, maybe more money than have ever spent on, on an NFT before or on a digital collectible before, are going to ask themselves like, why did I join this? What, am I, what is the benefit for, for getting this uh, you know, NFT? What, what is the benefit for holding it? And then the other part of it is like, how do I connect with others, right? I will tell you, like, as soon as I changed my profile photo to the Rugrat that I, um, that I, that I added to my collection, 
the amount of people that are like, oh my goodness, I love your PFP. You're like, I love this part of the Rugrats. You know, I, I remember my, uh, my good buddy, Sean. Sean jumped into our, um, into our Twitter space and he was like, Brian, uh, I love uh, that. He's like, this is, my, this is my daughter's and I's favorite uh, song from the Rugrats movie and, and he named the, the Rugrats song. But what I, what I really am excited to see and what I'm, I'm going to hope for, uh, you know, and it might not be Nickelodeon, but it, it, maybe it is. I think this is where like, real storytelling, real real community nurturing starts to kind of expand. And, you know, like, I like little things that, like, uh, and Nickelodeon did this on their Twitter. Um, they were like, hey, reply with your favorite Rugrat, and we're going to give away a couple of things. And then they're like, tell us the story of, of when you think of Rugrats. Like, what's the first thing um, that comes to your mind? Now, for some of us, you know, like the NFT project that we're launching, maybe that doesn't have brand affinity like that, right? It doesn't have the nostalgia that, um, you know, that Rugrats can kind of tap into. But what you do have is that you have a purpose. And I've talked a lot about that on this, pro- on this podcast, that you have to connect your purpose to the, your community. And I think one of the best ways to do that is those thought-provoking questions, those ways of enabling and, and, and fostering uh, conversations, and I will tell you, uh, shout out to you know, my BFF, uh, my BFF project. Uh, I believe they do it every day or maybe it's Monday through Friday. I, ha- I have to look. Um, they do kind of like a thought-provoking question into their Discord every single day. And it's to get like the community talking, but it's to get people you know, telling stories and putting themselves out there. But the other thing, and this is like where I'm excited for where we can go, is that the more of that collaborative co-creation you know, co, you know, co-communication, or what I like to say, the more participatory content, right? Twitter spaces, live video, um, you know, Discord live spaces. The more that you do those, the more you get to know your community, get to understand, like, what is their average age? Why did they buy the NFT? And, you know, before you launch, a lot of it is like trying to predict and trying to guess and throwing things out there. But after you launch, it's now your job to understand who are your owners, who are your holders, and then make that connection to that purpose, to that, you know, that shared passion for that you know, desired uh, outcome that uh, exists together. And then the last thing is, you know, I would now, like if I was Rugrats and Nickelodeon, I would already be planning a you know, South by Southwest activation for our NFT holders uh, of Rugrats. Uh, I would already be planning for the November um, London, uh, NFT, instead of NFT NYC, it's uh, NFT London uh, put on by the same group. I would already be you know, planning for an activation there. And I would also, if I were them, I would also really think about like, what, are, what is the consistent communication methodology that we can deliver across our channels for our community, right? And I mean, I think there are, I mean, I could, I could tell you number of ways, right, that you could really bring your audience in. And I think the hardest part, and this is where I will kind of leave this one at, is that for Nickelodeon and for Rugrats, like what their, their struggle is, is there isn't a human connection that we have at the moment. But all of you NFT project founders, many of you that are listening to this podcast right now, it's you, right? Like, you get to be the storyteller, the person that builds the trust. And when times are good, maybe you don't need that. But when times are bad or when there's crisis or when someone's trying to decide if it's valuable anymore to hold their NFT, if they know that their connection is to a person, not just a logo or a brand, 
it has a completely different feeling, a completely different emotional uh, alignment. And I believe that's why we as you know, creators do have that leg up. Now, if I was Nintendo, I would work with maybe a couple influencers, maybe um, some hosts of some different shows, uh, and bring them in and let them tell the stories and host conversations um, within the community, right? And I, I think you can do that with, um, you know, they could probably tap into some of their already, you know, celebrities that they have on their roster. But even if you just empowered some of your most passionate fans, right, over the next month, Listen to those that are, are really active in your community talking about, you know, rugrats and, 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 and start fostering conversations uh, amongst other people. And then reach out to them and bring them on board and help them, uh, you know, tell that story, put a face on the brand. Uh, because that is still a massive limitation. And in NFTs, more so than anything else, I really believe that is essential for building trust, scaling trust, but probably most importantly, maintaining trust over a long period of time. As you guys know, we are sponsored by the Crypto Business Conference. It is happening in San Diego, which I'm excited to head to San Diego. And I'll tell you, the, another one of the things that I really love about that Crypto Business Conference and what they're pulling together is that they, they have fostered kind of an environment that not only empowers networking and has booths and, and you know, very experienced uh, event creators, but they've also created like an environment where speakers and hosts want to stay and participate not only just when they're on stage, but throughout uh, the event. And that's no easy task. And I, for one, I can tell you, you know, I've spoken at that event for seven years, and I've stayed every single day of the event. I get there on day one, and I stay for however many days it is. And that's a rare feat. And part of that is because not only is it you know, great curated content, but it's also that environment that is not too big, but also not too small that allows a lot of those things to happen. So uh, really looking forward to that. I will be there, of course, that entire time at that event. And uh, lastly, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this. You know, the, the, the journey that we are all on, not only are we all growing and we're all finding different things within us, but I, I, you know, in the Twitter space last night, we had multiple people come up and say, Brian, you know, I listened to the podcast and your podcast prevented me from quitting because I was spammed or I was got my NFT stolen or I was overrun by the bro culture that exists inside of some of the crypto and NFT spaces. And, you know, a lot of people have reached out and just, you know, thanked, you know, the team and I for, you know, this content. But I, I have to thank you for sharing those stories. I have to thank you for having the uh, courage and the dedication to learn, to listen, to sign up, to, to show up and listen to this podcast each and every day. And also just the, the, the courage to, you know, embrace the, the education and curiosity that we have around us. You know, there are a lot of people that want to change, a lot of people that want to change their financial freedom, a lot of people that want to uh, love what they do and do what they love. But sadly, there's not a lot of people that take action. There's not a lot of people that are willing to put in the work. There are not a lot of people to, you know, be okay being not okay or getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And so for all of those of you who are on that journey and you're walking through this path, I tip my hat to you. I say, keep on keeping on. I do believe that we got this. I believe together we are going to continue to learn, to grow, to inspire, to motivate, of course, to educate. But more so than anything else, it's giving us an opportunity to really recreate a future that I think all of us want to be a part of. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. Hey,